On this episode of Water Flying, we are discussing volunteer opportunities in 2023. You are listening to Water Flying, a show dedicated to all things seaplanes. Brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm the executive director of the Seaplane Pilots Association, which is the world's largest nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to the protection and promotion of the water flying community. Climb aboard. We're about to start today's episode. Well, Happy New Year and welcome back to the Water Flying Podcast on our last episode. Uh, I reviewed many of the things SPA worked on and the events that we attended in 2022 with our chairman of the board, Steve Williams. On this episode, I am joined by SPA's event and volunteer coordinator, Carter Clay. Welcome. What's going on, Steve? Hey, I know we just work uh, right next to each other, but sometimes uh, we're so busy uh, doing things in the office, we actually don't get to spend a day like today working on things. Uh, Between working on the board meeting and this podcast, it's actually been a nice uh, start to the new year working with you. So uh, thank you for being on the team. Yeah, I'm ready to get started. I mean, uh, I'm happy to be here on the first podcast of the year. So, Well, there you go. The first podcast of 2023. Well, on this podcast, we wanted to start out with opportunities. Uh, the the nonprofits like the Seaplane Pilots Association both have opportunities and needs, and those two meet in the middle. So we wanted to talk about the volunteer opportunities where you, the listeners, can get involved and the members can get involved with helping the Seaplane Pilots Association in 2023 and vis-a-vis uh, help the water flying community. So uh, I have to say, volunteers are the real horsepower of nonprofits like the Seaplane Pilots Association, and we would love to hear from you if you're at all interested in any of the opportunities that we're going to discuss today. So, Carter, you want to kick things off on some of the ways that people can get involved with us? Well, I first want to start off, the it's not limited to just what we have posted on the website as well. Uh, me and Steve were talking earlier. Is what, um, earlier, there's multiple people who do um, excuse me specialty work, uh, like Lindell Baker, who is really good with computer programming and designing and doing the water landing directory, or Bill Rusk, who has his Super Cub and likes to fly around Alaska, and he helps us uh, update the Alaska Public Use Cabins website. We have Ernie Sanborn, Ernie Sanborn and his wife, Joyce, who are really good at handiwork and doing woodworking. Building stuff for building us. Building stuff for us. <laughs> like the, If you come see us at Oshkosh or if you come see us at Sun and Fun, there's a, a dock that we work off of um, to fit the theme of seaplanes. Um, and that is handmade by one of our volunteers. And we're uh, building a new one. We're mm-hmm. building a new one. Our, our uh, old one's in Oshkosh in a warehouse <laughs> right now. So um, these, all of these uh, volunteer opportunities are not limited to what we're going to cover today. So if there's anything where you think that your skills could be applied to, reach out to us, talk to us, um, see what you might be able to offer, and then we can you know, try to put your, uh, your handiwork to, to good use if you want to, uh, find more time or if you have more time. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's everything, as we talked about, uh, Mary and I built our first dock, uh, I don't know, 10 years or so ago. 
Uh, and now we're building a new dock because we have stored the, the original up at, at AirVenture. But there's always things we need. We built a, uh, a rope tying demonstration station. Uh, right now we have a set of floats in Bartow, Florida, uh, that we have uh, drilled all the rivets out and we're making an amphibious uh, float uh, demonstrator educational display. And so we need people that can do assembly work and and just kind of do work on on this educational display uh but there's state field directors yep there's lake liaisons uh, even just doing trade shows uh i mean field directors is as far as if you live uh let's say florida and uh hey well if you want to represent uh the seaplane pilots association in your state you can volunteer and work with a team. We try to have a team of five people in every state with a team leader. And again, they're, they're the extension of the staff uh, on a localized basis in, in those states. And beyond that, the lake liaisons are people that actually live on a waterway that can help us keep our eyes and ears to the ground and, and help us work thing, uh, issues on a specific uh, body of water and, and also make sure that the water landing directory is up to date for that body of water. Exactly. And then if there's any pertinent information, you reach out to us and then we make sure that's updated. But you are like our eyes and ears in the field and uh, just kind of feeding us information because we can't, there's only, you know, five of us here in the office, so we can't be everywhere all at once. So you guys are helping us make sure that information is being updated. Uh, word Word of mouth is getting to other people in your area and then you're getting uh, we're getting feedback back from you guys from where you're at. So that's a big help, just creating a big uh, uh, cobweb of information that, or big chain, I guess, uh, for lack of better words. A network. A network. Thank there you. you. That's go. what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, can't even think. Uh, so, yeah, and, you know, shout out to Lyndall Baker, who's been, we mentioned earlier, because he's been really working to convert a lot of the older technology in there, what is, is the original water landing directory app. Uh, we're going to take it to website form, but also we're looking at how do we upgrade that technology because now that technology is 10 years old. Uh, the app technologies have really progressed a lot. And again, there's budgetary constraints. There's just labor restraints uh, for us working on these projects. And again, shout out to Lindo Baker, who I need, I, I owe a phone call to kind of coordinate our year with uh, to uh, figure out how we're moving forward on the water landing directory. And then you mentioned Bill Rusk as well. And uh, he's helping us uh, gather with a small team of people up in Alaska, uh, all the updates uh, to help us maintain the Alaska Public Use Cabins website that we also run. And uh, that site's going to need to be rebuilt from scratch. So yes. that's another technology project where if you have web building, website building technology, if you have um, the ability to do that stuff, you can help us with a, take on a project or like know this. Know how to code and use <laughs> Java or any any of that fancy stuff. I don't I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Steve doesn't know how to do that. So I mean, if we can have someone who has an experience in the field, I mean, your your knowledge is extremely valuable to us, and we, we would absolutely greatly appreciate any help that anyone is out there willing to offer us. Yeah, and then also fundraising and uh, helping us acquire things even for auction items at, at AirVenture. Uh, you know, one of the things where we have fallen short historically has been the extra labor required to really 
dig our teeth into fundraising. And quite honestly, in in the little amount of money that we charge for membership, um, it really doesn't fund all of our aspirations of the ways that we want to help the water flying community. And the only way we're going to be able to achieve our goals is really to uh, supplement all of the the, uh, membership dues with, quite honestly, a, a lot more robust philanthropic arm of our foundation. And uh, so we can use fundraising help. If you have any experience fundraising or want to help us in that department, uh, it really is is very badly needed. And, you know, that even comes down to just helping us acquire items to auction at AirVenture or other fundraising events. And, you know, here in the beginning of January, we should already be acquiring items for the auction at the Corn Roast right. at AirVenture. So there are so many ways you can volunteer. Um, And as Carter said earlier, you know, we would love to have you. If you have time and talent and passion that you'd like to give, uh, we can uh, put you to work and and definitely use your volunteerism on special projects. Uh, Even if it's, you know, if you have a a pet project that you want to uh, attack, um, kind of tracking down old seaplane bases that don't exist or historical seaplane bases that we might want to take or doing beach cleanups. I mean, there's so many different things you can get involved in. Um, and we haven't even scratched the surface on that. But Carter, let's talk about some of the uh, trade show events that are coming up because we always need volunteers at those because we're traveling to someone else's uh, region of the country. And it's always nice to have local people in the booth at these trade shows and events. Yeah, I mean, just because we're in Winter Haven, Florida, doesn't mean that we're always doing stuff in Winter Haven, Florida. I mean, our first event of the year um, is going to be the uh, Northwest Aviation Conference in Puyallup, Washington. I mean, so whoever's in Washington, if you guys are in that area and you guys have the time or the availability and if you want to help us out, we would greatly appreciate the help and would love to have you and love to spend time with people out in Washington who are we don't get to see often. I mean, there's people in Florida, we can just, you know, we'll see them at multiple events in Florida, but we're not always in Washington. So come out, see us, help us out. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, the first, it's the 24th to the 26th. The actual event is the 25th through the, in the 26th, but we'll be setting up on the 24th. Um, so if you have the availability to help us set up, um, I mean, it'll be, how many of us could be out there? There's two of us out there. Yeah, there'll be so, probably two of us, and then I'm off doing uh, workshops quite a bit during the event and uh, uh, taking care of meetings and stuff that we need to do. So we do need two or three people in the booth at all times. We do a, a 10 by 20 foot booth there. Uh, we need to set the booth up. We need to tear the booth down. Uh, thank, uh, I'd like to shout out to Kenmore Air Harbor for storing our booth uh, but we actually go pick it up at, at Kenmore and then uh, have to drop it off and, and put it back in storage when we're done on the Monday after the show. So uh, it's always good to get out there. Uh, weather is, is generally cool, but um, it's a good time. And Dave Wellman has come up. Uh, we've had several people come up and, and help us and work with us. So you could be in Idaho or Oregon, anywhere out there in the Northwest. And if you want to come spend some time with us, it's a good ch- chance to get some time with me. Um, so I can hear your opinion of what's going on and what needs to happen in the community out there. And uh, we're right next to the Washington Seaplane Pilots Association, so it's a good way to communicate with them as well. Exactly, yeah. 
So that's just the that's the first you know shotgun start to the year. I mean, I'm then uh, looking at the schedule here, March 9th and tenth in, in Tavares for their Plains Tunes and Barbecue event. That's in here in Florida. That's here in Florida, and that is kind of the the pre seaplane splash into Sun and Fun, and and usually it's the week before Sun and Fun. But they've actually moved it a little bit earlier this year uh, to reduce some of the conflicts that happen with it. So uh, March 9th and 10th in Tavares, Florida, we put a tent up again. We're uh, assisting them in any way we can and selling memberships and and shirts and whatever we can. Yeah. Uh, but also answering questions uh, on the seaplane community. And that's like we're right. That that's another thing is for all these events is is for visibility to our members and for everybody in the community is a. Uh, as being there for people to come up to us and ask us questions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but, and then just on the 9th, we'll set up and then we'll go back on the 10th and we'll be there all day selling t-shirts, selling memberships, uh, talking to people, answering questions. Um, or even, we'll even uh, help char- uh, shuffle in planes, uh, marshal oh, yeah. planes on, yeah. the, on, the, on the shoreline there. Um, but Anything we'll, we can we'll do to out. help the event out. We'll help the event out and then we'll help our, we'll obviously do our booth there. Um, but we'll just, we have a lot, we have a big presence there. Um, cause it's in our backyard and exactly. they're, and they're America's seaplane city. So, um, there you have it. So March 24th, uh, big event. Uh, you're, you're kind of the event that you cut your teeth on last year as the event coordinator. Yes. So March 24th through April 3rd, uh, we are doing sudden fun and that's kind of broken up. The dates don't match the air show because of setup and teardown. So, yeah, the actual event itself is from the 28th to the 2nd, but we'll probably be there on the 24th getting everything set up since it's probably it's our, our second biggest booth that we do the year. Yeah, it's a 30-foot-long uh, triple booth, one for the foundation, two for the association, uh, all side-by-side. Side. Uh, but it is a, a big setup, and we're generally in the first booth set up at the show. And how, um, big, how big is your trailer, Steve? <laughs> Uh, 10 by 24, so so, or 8 10, by 24, 10 by 24, 8 by 24 trailer full of stuff for this trade show. And it's a, a constant offload. I think we had to do two trips this year or this past year. We'd had to, we had to do, do some additional stuff because we ended up with a foundation booth at the last minute. So that we didn't expect. So, uh, again, we generally try to set up on the Friday before the show. <clears throat> because uh, we like being the first one set up. It gives us a lot of safety time. To, uh, it gives us a lot of time because it's the first time we've set the booth up to that extent during the new year. So we like to have extra time uh, to do it, to uh, incorporate any changes, and again, to uh, take time to train people and get them acclimated to the booth and exactly. everything else. And especially for me, <laughs> us last year, uh, that was my first big event. It was Slade's first big event. Um out of the two, I just Sun and Fun's the second biggest one, but that, that was my first official event with the SPA, and uh, so taking that extra time, being there early, and just and it gives us a lot of uh, safety net. It's a big safety net for us. Say something's forgotten, or uh, it's we need we want to add on to it, or we had that one little additional boost uh, boost uh, come up, so then we had a little bit extra time to set that up, and everything was just fine. So we usually set up a few days before. 
Um, and then go in and take things out on Monday after the show. Again, waiting for everyone to leave. Uh, the big rush for the hangar doors is Sunday night. Uh, we let everyone else, uh, just like Oshkosh, let let them fight for the doors on Sunday night. Uh, we go back in Monday, and we've got the whole place to ourselves, and we load things up. And uh, but it's going to be kind of a hustle because uh, I've got to turn around and go to a lake fest. Yes. <laughs> So uh, that starts on that sun on the second too. Yeah, it's back to back events uh, here in Florida of Sun and Fun and then Lake Fest, and uh, we're speaking there as well. But uh, we should be good uh, for for uh, Lake Fest as far as any help. But uh, then we go from Florida and do our annual bounce up to Alaska for the Great uh, Alaska Aviation Gathering in Palmer. So that that's a really fun event as well for anyone who's up there or who anyone who wants an excuse to go up there. I <laughs> highly recommend it. Um, attend the Great Alaska Aviation Gathering. Um, used to be in the FedEx hangar over at Anchorage International, but now it's over in Palmer. Um, and I guess it got a, got a lot of good feedback. Uh, yeah. This new location this past year. So, um, but the fifth, it's the fifth, sixth, and seventh, um, and it's that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The event really is on Saturday, I would say, is where the, the everything else goes on. But we'll be there setting up on that Thursday before. Um, and then we either out. fly things into Anchorage and we also store things uh, at Merrill Field. So that stuff has to get uh, moved to Palmer yep. and uh, set up the booth. And again, we have a double booth there. Uh, so a fair amount of setup, not a, not like AirVenture or Sun and Fun, but a fair amount of setup. And uh, again, get everyone trained on stuff and get everyone to know each other and kind of know what's going on. Uh, we're a gold sponsor uh, this year for the first time. And again, any additional help we can do uh, to the Alaska Airmen for the show, we'd like to, if we have extra hands, we can put them to use uh, with the Alaska Airmen. And then also I'll be doing uh, uh, you know workshops and stuff. So again, a lot of time out of the booth for me. So, yeah, exactly. So just any there, I feel like there's not the saying too many cooks in the kitchen in this case. I mean, we can, as as much help as we can get, um, we'll take it. Uh, but that's even for Alaska. And that's what I'm saying is, uh, uh, it's nice to have local Alaskans at, or the locals in the booth, but it's also good to have people travel, uh, because it gives you some exposure to another, uh, area of the country. But it's always nice to have people that can answer those localized questions that that have that local knowledge. But we don't want to discourage. I mean, we've had people fly into the the Alaska show uh, and work with us many times. Exactly. So uh, uh, either way, and, you know, one thing I'll say is we're going through this list of events is as the executive director, one of my dreams has always been that we had a regular traveling volunteer group that worked the trade shows because – by working the trade shows more often or working them on a regular basis, you kind of hone your skills and and you get, you know, really acclimated how to answer the questions that come in the booth and, and you understand the mission a lot better and, and it gives us more time to spend with you. And it, and it just makes it more effective both for us as an organization, but it allows us to serve uh, the audience uh, or the people coming to talk to us better as well. So, um, you know, again, you don't have to just volunteer for one. If, if, you ha- if you're retired or you have the extra time or you have the ability to travel, uh, we'd love to have you at multiple events because we find the more trade shows people work, um, 
the more natural it is to him. You just build that muscle. I mean, exactly. I mean, Ben Riggs is yeah. probably the cream of the crop or the, the, the prime example for this, for that scenario. I mean, at least in Sun and Fun in Oshkosh, he's there and he's, and he lives in Ohio and I'm like, okay, so he's there. He's with us in April. He comes down for, comes down for Sun and Fun and then to give him something to do. Cause I don't know, uh, that it's a whole week. It's a whole week air show. So then to occupy some of his time, he helps us out. And then Oshkosh, he gives us his, the whole week and and really helps us out there too. So I mean, he's just a good example. It's not you don't. And have he's to be wearing just one. a PFD the whole time, exactly. like me. Yeah. And he knows the he knows all of the you know particulars about the PFDs. He knows how to sell a PFD. He knows how to answer the questions. Um, and, uh, Ben, uh, thank you. Uh, you're an awesome team member to have on the volunteer team. So, uh, shout out to you while we're at it. Um, and then we come back from Alaska and we start resetting, uh, for air venture, which is by far the largest event of the year. Uh, we literally start planning for air venture in October, uh, of the, of the preceding year. And uh, pretty much take most of June uh, getting ready. And pretty much all of July is the majority of it's on the road supporting the show between traveling to the show and uh, setting up the show and tearing down the show. And uh, it is a major. uh, (laughs) I think you got uh, quite a eye opening experience last year. It was your first air venture and uh, you were thrown into the. The, the heat of the fire for that one. Oh my goodness. That was what we left a week before. Took us a few days to get up there. Plus we also had that additional box truck full stuff too. Yeah. We had two vehicles, so uh, two my trailer vehicles. plus a rented truck. Uh, and now we have a, a warehouse up there full time. Uh, plus we'll be taking the trailer loaded. I'm sure. Oh, 100%. So it's a big event. We've got, uh, actually our largest booth, uh, it's 45 feet long uh, at the main show. And then, of course, there's also the seaplane base where we have a 10 by 30 tent. And uh, this is, all, this is you know, a lot of trade show to set up, a 45-foot-long booth uh, with a back wall and, and everything, the TV monitors and everything yep. that goes along with that, all the inventory. We actually put carpet down for all 45 feet. Oh, uh, cut it down, glued it, sealed the edges. Because oh, we don't goodness. have the budget to pay the trade show people to do it. So we bring our own carpet and, and padding and, and double-sided tape yep. and line it up and lay that carpet down and have to pull it up at the end of the show. But, uh, you know, there's also the corn roastering air venture. So we go up there. We're going to start setting up for air venture on the 20th of July and the show doesn't start until the 24th. Um, so we'll have four days to set up between the seaplane base and the main booth, the main booth and, and the train the cor- and the corn to train everyone else yep. to get uh, volunteer meetings together and to make sure that the foundation for the corn roast is ready to go because we set up the corners during Oshkosh, like while Oshkosh is going. Yeah, while while we're working the event, the largest air show in the world with our largest presence uh, and our largest demand of volunteers that we need to pull it off, uh, we're also doing the corn roast, which if you've never been there, and I'm sure many of you will appreciate this that have been there, but 750 people on a private property. Uh, we have a contractor come in and put a big tent up. Uh, but a lot of times we have to put the tables and chairs up 
and uh, we have to do the sound system and all the, the banners, and then we do a retail display. So that's three retail displays at the show, uh, and we have to have lights for that. And oh, it's just it's a a major major undertaking, and we're doing all of that while we're working Air Venture. Exactly, and that's what probably when I was like the biggest eye opener. You're saying me throwing me into the fire and. My first Oshkosh, not realizing how, first of all, how big Oshkosh is, and then not realizing how big the corn roast was. Um, I mean, I could, I got all the materials together, and you, you kind of held my hand through that and guiding me. But then being there and realizing how big it is, and then how much is actually going on, because like I remember Steve Williams mentioned uh, last week in the podcast uh, when I listened to it, it was basically we would get up in the morning. We'd have our team meeting together. We would go to our separate stations, either whether it's the, the, the seaplane base or if it was the main booth. And then afterwards, it's social events. And then after social events, it's, all right, well, what's going on tomorrow? We have to get all the inventory get ready the inventory to restock bag. inventory. We've got to reset money bags. Uh, we've got to line up all of the, you know, appearances that, that I do between workshops and media and and also lining up podcasts and trying to get podcast gear from here to there and, and everywhere else. I remember one night it was it was an event and then we get back on the truck. We go to Winnicani, go back to our house. We pick up what we needed for the cornrows property. Then we go back to the cornrows <laughs> property, dropped everything off. And I remember it was, it was really dark. And we had a whole bunch of flashlights. And then it was dropping stuff off at the cornrows property, um, getting cables routed. I think we were there till like 11. And then we were like, And then go a, back and work at the house. And then we were like, uh, Is the custard <laughs> open? No. All right, we're going to go home. So, and we do try to make it fun. So it is a lot of work, uh, especially Air Venture. But, you know, we do rent a house. So we have a core uh, set of volunteers and staff that, that actually stay in a house. So if you want to give us uh, your week uh, to work at the event, uh, you can stay at the house. And uh, we'll put you up, and we generally eat really well. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Peter. And, Peter can Peter can cook. Mark can cook. Steve can cook. I mean, you won't uh, you won't have a bad meal. And uh, we make it fun. We end up at Leon's uh, for frozen custard uh, oh, many nights. <laughs> I think I gained a few pounds that week. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, no, it was honestly as much hard work it was. I had a good time. I mean, uh, we had Ben Riggs, uh, Jennifer, Lucy. Myself, you, Peter, Mark, Steve Williams, all in that house. Um, and then we had Kelly O'Donnell and her daughter, and then Oliver. Uh, those there were are people everywhere. There's yeah. people everywhere. Like they, we actually, I remember in the podcast last week too, you guys mentioned <laughs> there was people in every corner of the house, you know, air mattresses or the bedrooms or whatever, whatnot. But everyone, we're trying to get as many, pe- accommodate as many people as we can. But for people who give us the whole week, um, we make accommodations for. Uh, to help them out because they're helping us out and giving us so much of our time. So we're trying to help them uh, them out as much as we can. But it's a great time. I mean, and it's, it's a, it becomes a family. I mean, most of the a large number of our volunteers, I'd say all of the house volunteers now are repeats. They've they've been coming for year after year. So it's a good time to join a really established family of, of people. And, and the good thing is it's also easy to learn from those people because they have a lot of experience. Um, and they all have fun. I mean, they, they're coming back year after year because they enjoy it. And number one, they enjoy giving the time and, and the effort. But number two, they enjoy the experience because it is, I, I have to say, I mean, I've never been to Air Venture. Uh, I worked in the air show industry before coming to SBA, and then we had our own aviation business. So I've never been to Air Venture 
as an attendee. So uh, I've always been behind the scenes and I really enjoy being behind the scenes. And I think for me, uh, you know, being able to volunteer, which I used to do for SBA for many years before becoming the director, um, it, I like being behind the scenes. I like that, that behind the scenes action. Well, I guess if you count me too, I've never been to Oshkosh as an attendee. <laughs> so you've been there once. Been, I've been there once, so, and uh, that was working for SPA. So <laughs> I guess I'm in the same boat. And then, uh, of course, we have teardown uh, uh, the day after Air Venture on July 31st. Uh, that Monday, uh, it's always kind of a uh, uh, we'll go in get that big 45 foot long booth. Uh, packed up on the trailer. We might have to do a trip or two. We're going to have to go to the warehouse that we have. And then we have to take everything to the house and, and pretty much unpack it and then reload the trailer to so it can make the trip, the three-day trip back to Florida. Yeah, because there's honestly, there's a bunch of stuff at the house too. We have inventory at the house that we oh, usually yeah. restock. So then we have to pull everything out, optimize it, and load it to get it back to Florida. So then that's another a whole other ordeal. It's loading it up just to get it out of the the Oshkosh grounds as quick as possible, get it back to the house, unload it, then reload it. Um, that's a whole, that's a whole nother ordeal. Um, and then I think where we're at, where we're out of there on Wednesday morning, I want to say Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. Yeah. I want to say it was Wednesday by the time we got yeah. out of there because we went to the warehouse and had to organize that for the first time. So yeah. it, it's an extended, uh, well, we won't be back till the end of the first week of August. Um, and again, if you wanted to volunteer here in Florida uh, to help us pack up to get up there or to That's unpack uh, when we get back, uh, that takes a fair amount of energy and, and time as well. And uh, then we have a couple weeks uh, where we're here in the office and quite honestly recovering and then off to Greenville, which is a smaller event. It doesn't take a lot of volunteer help, uh, but it'd be nice to start uh, bringing some new volunteers into Greenville, which is the largest seaplane event in the world. Uh, and that's September 10th, uh, 7th through the 10th. And, uh, you know, we want to support uh, their volunteers as well. We do a member breakfast. And again, it'd be nice to uh, start bringing on some new volunteers to work that event because Ernie and Joyce have been doing it for years. Peter's been doing it for years. Yep. So just getting more people in there, new people. I mean, just like I said for Alaska, if you're looking at an excuse to go to Maine, Greenville is another great excuse. It's absolutely incredible up there. Um, the weather this year was perfect. Um, but just if you if you're up there and you want to help volunteer, we'll we'll absolutely love love the help. Yeah, and so uh, these are just some of the major events. These are the kind of the main ones that the the staff goes to, but there are smaller ones uh, that we go to the Minnesota. Uh, Seaplane Pilots Association Safety Seminar and others. But there are countless local events throughout the year as well. And our field directors also need volunteers like Randy Strebig yep. uh, for his uh, Indiana uh, Seaplane uh, Splash In that he does in September. Uh, there are many other events around the United States uh, where you can volunteer or you can get engaged with the field directors to help them in what they're doing, uh, whether it be outreach or, or anything else. So uh, there's a lot of ways to get engaged. And again, uh, volunteerism and volunteers are the horsepower of an organization like ours. So uh, this is kind of a, a call to action uh, podcast. And uh, 
uh, with that, we need to let you know how to get a hold of Carter so he can point you in the right direction. It's not as much. It's a call to action or it's an email to action. You can email me at carter at cplanes.org. That's plural, cplanes.org. You can call us at 863-701-7979. Um, either one of those, you can reach out to us. Um, if we're on another line, you can leave us a voicemail. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. But just reach out to us. There's also forms on the website you can fill out as well for Lake Liaison and Field Director. And I've, we've also put on a volunteer form there now, too. Um, that, and we'll have these links on the show notes. Yes, we'll have those these links in the email that we'll send out to all of the, the members who can see this. But, yeah, click on those links. Email me. We'll put my, I'll put, we'll put my, or my email in. Um, and then get, or just give us a call if you want to just chit-chat with us and kind of run some ideas by us. We're always here. And Carter has to answer to me if any of this stuff doesn't get done. So please help Carter <laughs> uh, not feel the wrath of Steve uh, on please. some of this stuff. <laughs> so, hey, Carter, uh, uh, it's uh, great to be here. Uh, it's hard to believe it's 2023. We've got a challenging and yet uh, uh, a great year ahead of us uh, with all these events, as always. Uh, I'm glad that you're helping relieve some of uh, my stress. And, I can't believe it's already been a year for me, almost <laughs> I here. So I mean, a few, what, two weeks? It'll be a year here for me. So, there you go. So time's flown by really fast. So, well, we appreciate having you on board. Uh, we've got a board meeting that we're preparing for as well uh, coming up in just two weeks. Uh, so lots of activity going on. And uh, I'd like to make sure that we thank all of the volunteers that do currently give their time. Uh, there's so many, it, it's hard to mention them all, and we don't want to leave anyone out. And I'd like to f- uh, thank our board, who are all volunteers, and all of our uh, field directors and Lake, Li- Lake Liaisons as well. Uh, because, again, uh, uh, we really appreciate the help, and you guys make a huge difference. So until next time, I hope uh, you guys, I hope we get lots of responses. I hope Carter's I hope. email is uh, overflowing with volunteers. Uh, I hope so Wednesday, Wednesday, when this podcast posts, I really, really hope I'm going to be Steve. I can't help you out right now. I got so many emails to answer. So, <laughs> so and happy new year to you all. Uh, we hope you're someplace warm, like here in Florida or warmer than uh, up north, not experiencing some of the, the terrible weather that's been going on across the country. And uh, we hope you get in the seaplane and fly soon and fly often and uh, we are looking forward to a great 2023 with you our members and the water flying community so until next time take care and uh, we'll see you in the air we are so glad you joined us today if you like today's show i highly encourage you to join the seaplane pilots association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org. Join our community 
and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying. 